Hi bitches, welcome back to this week's episode. This is Midday Match with Libby. Clearly I am fucking Libby and you already knew that shit. Listen, it's been a fucking week for me. Like, it, honest to God, has been a little bit of an intense week. Um, let's start it off with, I had a raging fucking panic attack to the point where I didn't, I literally felt like I snorted 15 lines of blow. And I've never done cocaine because I'm naturally an anxious person. So, like, me on cocaine would be just, literally, I would check myself into the hospital, into the psychiatric unit because... I would be losing my fucking line if I, mind if I did cocaine, but so you're like, well then how the fuck do you know what it feels like to be on cocaine? This is what I'm assuming it feels like to be on cocaine for way too fucking long. Let me give you a backstory. I had a coffee from like down the street from me. It was this cute little cafe. All I had was a pumpkin spice latte. That's it. The amount of anxiety it gave me, like, it didn't even give me energy. Well, like, obviously, it gave me energy, but it was more anxiety than it was energy to the point where, like, I was sitting in my bed and I was like, what if I just take my knife and accidentally stab the fuck out of myself? Like, randomly. Just like, what if I accidentally do that? What if it accidentally happens? Why was I thinking like that? I had to call a friend. I was so fucking anxious. And he was like, go on a run, do something, work out. And I was like, whoa, fucking chill. This is not the time to come to me about my fucking weight. No, I'm kidding. But he was like, literally, you can't just sit with this energy. I was like, I feel like I'm going to accidentally jump off my building. Like, I might just accidentally do it. Because, you know, for I don't know if anybody else can relate, but, like, when I have anxiety, it just gives me thoughts that I don't normally think. So I'm over here like, oh, what if I just jump off my building? Like, what if I just jump off? Like, I don't want to die. No part of me wants to die whatsoever. But what just happens if I just fucking jump off? You guys are like, what the fuck, bitch? But that's how bad my anxiety was from this fucking pumpkin spice latte. Like, I genuinely was like, he had to have made it with crack. Because I drink so much coffee all the time. I drink fucking cold brews. And I have never experienced that amount of anxiety from caffeine in years. Like, literally fucking years. I was losing my goddamn mind. So what did I do? I did what any normal person would do, and I went on a five-mile run. <clears throat> I don't even like to run like that. Like, I really don't. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on, guys. You know, what the fuck is that? Holy fuck. You're like, why are you sniffing like a fucking canine dog looking for drugs? Listen, I'm not editing the podcast as much anymore because I'm giving you uncut midday matcha. I don't know how long it's gonna last. You guys seem to like the unedited versions of the podcast. The reason I was sniffing like that was because this fucking stench in my nose, did I say stench, right? Whatever, this fucking smell in my nose was so strong and it was like, I could barely fucking breathe. And I was like, it just feels like a bunch of chemicals are going up my nose. Like what the fuck is this smell? Like I have no idea what the fuck this is. 
I know I'm cursing a lot. My whore-ass mother is going to text me and call me and be like, my notes for this week episode is to stop swearing so much. Suck a dick, bitch. If you maybe sucked more dick, you wouldn't have the time to call and tell me to stop swearing. You'd be choking on a dick. Anyways, um, oh my God, I love my mom. Um, yeah, so that smell, I was like, what is that? I wear, <laughs> I wear Chanel perfume, okay? <laughs> That's a subtle flex. I'm a whatever. I wear Chanel perfume and I sprayed it on me and I was like, what is that fucking smell? It like just hit me so hard. It was the Chanel perfume. It's just really fucking strong right now and it's going straight up my nostrils. It literally is clearing my sinuses as if I did lines of blow. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about lines of blow because I don't do blow and it's making it sound like I do blow. I would have, I would literally love to have like do cocaine and be able to do cocaine often. Do you know how classy of a drug that is? Like that is such a classy boss bitch drug. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not promoting it and saying to go snort cocaine, but I'm saying like that shit is classy. Like you can't fight me on that one. Like weed, people get looked at as stoners. Like cocaine is like some classy bitch shit. Okay. Um, fuck. I might have to edit this because I'm, I'm not telling you guys to do it, but in general, like, I wish I could be able to do cocaine because I just think it's a classy bitch drug. It's like, but also it's kind of like, at the same time, it's like a desperate bitch drug. So I just think in the setting of like, you're just like doing a line on a stripper's asshole. Like, that's a cool fucking drug to be doing. I don't, yeah, guys, I don't really actually do any drugs. Like, I used to smoke. You guys know I can't do cocaine. Anyways, I'm getting back into why I ran five miles. Okay, I work out. We all know that. It's obvious if you look at my fucking Instagram pictures, I have the body of a god. I'm kidding. I don't have a body of a god, but I do work out. I mentioned Barry's boot camp on this podcast all the fucking time. But that day, I had already done my workout that day and I had drank that fucking coffee. I needed to do something to get it out of my system because I would have accidentally jumped off the fucking bridge if I didn't and I would have just like swam the entire fucking Chicago River if I didn't get this anxiety out of my system. It was so bad. I tried to meditate. Like I tried to zen myself out. As you can tell, I'm already a little bit of like a hyper anxious person. So to mix it with the fucking crap that the guy put in my pumpkin spice latte was terrible. I ran five miles straight, didn't stop. I even did one mile where I would do sprints in the middle of my running because I had to get this energy out of me. I was shaking after it. I was shaking before the run. So that panic attack really like threw me off midweek. It was like, what's up, bitch? Let me just fucking knock you off your game. But you know what? I guess it kept me humble, kept me human that I just had that fucking terrible ass panic attack. Okay, I'm done talking about my panic attack. I'm going to get into more of what happened to me this week. So I realized I fucking hate Snapchatting men I've never met. Like, if you ask for my snap, I already view you as a loser. Like, if you don't ask for my number and just my Snapchat and all you do is Snapchat me pictures of you, I think you're completely a loser. And let me back up why. We're not having conversations and it's just awkward. Like I'm just Snapchatting you a picture of myself. That's very bizarre to me. Like what? That's no fucking fun for me. That's just a time waster for me. In all honesty, you're just Snapchatting me photos of your half of your face. I'm replying with my view. 
because I don't want to have to, like, it, it's so cringy and uncomfortable for me to have to take a fucking picture of my side face and send it to some random man. That is so weird and cringy to me. You're like, well, then don't Snapchat random men. And I'm like, well, they, I don't know. They ask, I'm on the dating apps, <laughs> which is even, I'm even worse at the fucking dating apps, but then they ask for my Snapchat like a pussy bitch. Pussy men ask for Snapchats. Real men, in my opinion, are like, hey, you're so beautiful. Like, let me get your number and also be ready Thursday by 8.30 p.m. Look nice because I'm taking you to a steak dinner because I want to get to know you over a glass of wine and a filet. That is a man. Do you want to know what a pussy ass bitch is? Is the kid that asked you for your fucking Snapchat. Don't you're don't even try and get to know them at that point if they only ask for your Snapchat. It's like, ew, what the fuck are you? Also, men that Snapchat you nudes, it's it kind of stings me a little bit. You know, I was talking to that guy, he would we would not like well he would yeah, we would like send nudes on Snapchat. And I'm like, that stings a little bit because I know that Snapchat was just not just to me. Like, that was to so many other bitches, too. Like, I'm so fully aware that that nude wasn't just to me. And it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate it. So I'm just, like, not a huge Snapchat person I feel like we can get to at the end of this whole fucking spiel. But, yeah, I'm just like, ew, you're really weird if you're going to Snapchat me half your face and not try and have a conversation with me. I don't need like a Snapchat streak. I think that's so pathetic. If you have like, if you take validation from a Snapchat streak, it's like, ew, what the fuck? Like be a normal adult and talk to me like a human being and stop Snapchatting me half your damn face. And then I respond with like a picture. At that point, I'm just like, I'm leaving these bitches on red. Like I can't even do it anymore. You're not, I'm leaving it on red. I, I hate this. It's fucking weird. I just think it's pathetic in all honesty. Okay. Did I mention I was on the dating apps? Yes. I'm on one fucking dating app and I do it when I crave some sort of attention. I mean, I, I'm being a hundred percent honest. Like when I crave attention, I just go on the dating app for like a quick minute and I swipe and I look at everyone who's favorited me and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm good. That was good for the day. Like I just needed a five minute boost of like serotonin energy, not serotonin. I take that shit back because I know what serotonin means. And that means like happiness. They don't give me happiness, but it just gives you that little boost where you're like, okay, fine. Like I'm like, I'm just the worst with dating apps because I don't take them seriously at all because I think the men on there are just so annoying. I mean, here's the thing. You're like, bitch, how do you meet men if you think everybody is so annoying? I'll tell you exactly how because I, you guys already know I have my future husband picked out. Anyways, I don't like the dating apps because one, the guys will message you and try and act perfect. I'm going to read you a message that I got on a dating app just recently and I read it and I was like, ew, what the fuck is this? This man said to me, these poor, these poor men are like literally putting themselves out there. And I'm like, let me, let's laugh together at this weird motherfucker. He said, effortlessly beautiful. He's not wrong. Couldn't sum it up any better. True. Stunning smile, captivating eyes. I'm under your spell. What the fuck do I respond to that? Do you know what I mean? Like, do, oh, LOL, thanks. Like, ew. I... Mm, I don't know if any of you thought that was cute and romantic and if you did I recommend you get help 
but that's weird to me like that's what i mean they're trying to be too perfect and i don't want to date a man that's too perfect i want to see him have a little bit of like that's just like ew anyways or they're like actually cool and like i get along with them in a couple conversations like this one kid like i got along with him he was cool and like pretty chill wasn't telling me i put him under a spell like a weird ass motherfucker he was just like cool and chill and he was like what's your number i gave him my number he texted me i just couldn't even answer i don't know why i just was like ah mm, that's enough for me that's enough effort that i can put into this whole situation there's not much more I can give you. And then he tried to FaceTime me. And then I was like, that's, I don't like that. Like, I, there we go. Right. Red flag. Number one, I didn't answer your text. And now you're FaceTiming me. We've never met. I don't know. I don't like it. Not my fucking thing. So yeah, the dating apps aren't like, I'm not the best at those. I can't lie. Also because I'm like, if they're not taking me to a nice dinner, they don't, I don't even want to give them the time. And also it like makes me uncomfortable to think of the fact I have to meet someone that I've never met in person. I have to meet them at a restaurant. Like they could kill me. I'm not even scared of dying because I know God will take me whenever I need to go. But I'm just like uncomfortable by the fact I'm like, that just like makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why. It just makes me very uncomfortable. So how do I meet men? Um, When I'm out, I meet them as well as I... <laughs> Instagram DMs. I don't DM them. I answer the DMs. Have I DM'd someone before? I don't know. No, I don't think so. The one kid that I just talked to, I did DM him because um, that's a whole long fucking story, but we did meet out. I didn't meet him through the DMs, but like I think of the guys that I was talking to in the past and like I did meet them through Instagram DMs and then it just felt so natural. So like that's why I was able to meet them in person. And then I would, there was like a phone call or a FaceTime before. You know, maybe I'll try the dating apps a little bit more because it kind of sounds what I'm describing as like the dating apps a little bit. I just do it through fucking Instagram. But I don't know, I just feel like everyone's trying to be either so fucking perfect on their dating apps or they're just really weird and annoying. And I just like don't like it. So the dating apps aren't the best for me because I just get bored. Um, okay, what else happened to me this week? Well, I just had a rough week. To be honest, I was a little bit depressed. I was. I know I just made it sound funny, but I just had like a really, really emotionally draining week. I'm dealing with like health issues. It's like not that serious and intense, but I was at the doctors a lot. I was at the gynecologist a lot. And for them to just put that motherfucking thing in your vagina and open up your cervix is a lot. Like it's so, I want to kick the bitch in the head every time she does that shit to me. Like, it's so, ugh, it feels, makes me feel so uncomfortable and I hate it. And then, like, I just thought about it right now. I was like, what if I had, like, a man gynecologist and he's, like, opening up my cervix? I would, and we know I hate men. I could, I literally visualize myself right now with him trying to put the thing up my vagina and I just, like, kick him straight in the head. And I'm like, you fucking pervert. Because, like, that's just the vibe I would get off from him. Like, that's the vibe that I would feel. Um, it's, it's the trauma talking. It's the fucking trauma talking. But, yeah. They, I don't have like 
my I just had to keep going back and forth to the gynecologist because they thought it was one thing they didn't think it was another thing and I was like this shit is just getting so annoying and so draining and I'm so tired of popping my cervix open for these bitches all the goddamn time you're like Livy it was a doctor's office you weren't fucking like you weren't doing that I know I'm making it sound like they're just making me do it but like they're like you willingly went i know i willingly went but i had to but it was just like can you guys get it right the first fucking time the first time my cervix is open and then every time we're like you know i mean it looks great like everything looks good and i'm like well what's up with the back pain then because the back pain is getting extreme so that was my week why that was emotionally draining just not having a cure to what the fuck is wrong with my body it's just been really annoying so, and then dealing with anxiety too, like when anxiety comes back or like just anxiety is heightened, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't even, oh, I fucking hate that shit. But my mom always tells me to wait until the first snowfall because like the histamines in the air. Listen, I don't even know what the fuck that means either. You're probably listening to this like, what the fuck does that mean? I honest to God have no clue as well. Because when she says that shit, I'm just like, okay, I guess it's the histamines in the air. Do I know what histamine is? No, I have no goddamn idea. But I'm just like, she's right. Like, whatever my mom says, I'm usually like, yeah, I guess she's right. I mean, like, she's so confident when she says it. So I'm like, I guess she's right. My anxiety will get better after the first snowfall, after the histamines leave the air. And if you ask me to give you a full description, like, definition of what a histamine is, I can't do it for you. I literally have no idea what that is. But all I know is that they leave the air when the first snowfall apparently and so my anxiety will be way less intense whenever that first snowfall is and you're like what the fuck bitch my mom's crazy but i love her and i listen to her and i trust her so we're just gonna go with that okay you guys this episode i want to give you guys i want to like relax let's chill i'm gonna give you guys a life update about myself and then i'm gonna get into some sex tips you're like wait what the fuck libby yeah i know i'm gonna give you guys a couple sex tips and i'll tell you guys why when i get to that part of the podcast but i'm just gonna update you guys on my life a little bit right now i feel like we need to catch up i feel like i need to talk to you guys a little bit more relax talk and just chill with each other so recently I've been having to look up on YouTube how to de-stress. My stress levels are through the roof. Like I'm definitely gonna put myself into cardiac arrest because of how stressed I make myself. And it's just like I want everything to be perfect. Hold on, the fucking ambulance is back. I'm gonna start recording these podcasts in fucking Utah because there's no the city life, it is for me, but it's not for the podcast. I'll tell you that much. Anyways, yeah, I'm just like so fucking stressed all the damn time. And it's like, how do I de-stress? So I've been looking up YouTube videos on how to distress, distress, de-stress. Who am I, bitch? Distress. <laughs> de-stress. And, you know, I realized what I'm going to do to de-stress is talk to myself because when I'm so stressed, I think the person with the best advice is me. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I give myself really good advice. And I'm just going to look and be like, Libby, why are you stressed? And I'm like, well, this is why I'm stressed. And then I'm going to be like, but don't. You're doing that to yourself. So I'm just going to have full conversations with myself. You guys are like, you're fucking mentally insane. And it shows. I don't care. That's how I'm going to de-stress. Also, I bought paints. I'm going to paint. 
just little drawings and whatever comes to my mind. I'm going to paint. I like to paint. Hoping it really relaxes me a little bit more and de-stresses me as well. Because, I mean, honest to God, I work all the fucking time. All I think about is my work. Every single part of my day, that's all I think about. Like, I have the hour in the morning where I do my workout where I don't really think about much. But even in there, I'm thinking about other things. And, like, I'm just so focused on my work. And, honest to God, that's not a bad thing. But it does consume every single part of my life and my mind. And sometimes it gets a little bit much because I just put too much pressure on myself. And... I like boil over the top and then I start crying. You know, I talked about it last week. It's okay to cry, but it just becomes so overwhelming. So I'm trying to figure out how to de-stress. So also, oh my God, I've been focusing more on my YouTube channel. If you guys don't know, I do have a YouTube channel. It's called It's Livy Bitch. <laughs> Everyone is like, why did you name it that? They can suck a fucking dick because I like the name. But that's where you guys get to see me more. A lot of people are like, I want to see you with like when you talk and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well then here's YouTube. So I do vlogs. You guys get to see what my city life looks like as well as I do um, mukbangs, bangs, whatever they're called, where I just got to stuff my face and chit chat with you guys. I've done one, but like I think I want to do more. Those are kind of cute. Also, okay, I've needed to take a really big step back in my life because I was just feeling so stressed and overwhelmed. And I know a lot of you guys can probably feel that way too. Not can, you probably do. And sometimes like for me, the best thing I do is like, okay, am I, what is my purpose in life? That's so, that's even way more stressful. Relax, you don't have to have a purpose in life, but what is a big goal that I'm working on right now? And it's like, for me, that's like my comedy. And then I look at every single part of my life and I'm like, Am I meeting? Am I doing all that I need to do to be there? Like, is there things that are distracting me? Are there things that are, like, really taking my focus away from what I should be doing? And then I look at every part of my life, and if they are, I have to separate myself like that a little bit. As well as a really huge thing for me is staying mentally healthy and physically healthy where like my mental health is it good is every I've dealt with obviously you guys listen to the whole episode where my mom and I talk about where I tried to kill myself and if you haven't you're like what the fuck it's the mental illness for me that's the episode go listen to it but I just always need to make sure that like I'm being the most healthiest best version of myself and that's not even like food wise or like working out wise like that does come into play and I'll get into that in a minute but just like am I being nice to myself am I like relaxing, giving myself rest days. Am I actually happy? Am I surrounding myself with people that are helping me get towards my goals and my dreams? Like, am I doing all that? Like, do I have a healthy circle around me? Is the people I'm surrounding myself with, are they benefiting me or are they hurting me a little bit more? And so I take a step back and I look at all that and it can be overwhelming to do so, but I think it's more overwhelming to sit with that weight on your chest like this something feels off something doesn't feel right like and you're overwhelmed you're not feeling great and it's like okay well what is why am I feeling that way and look at every person and part of your life and it's like are they helping me get towards what I want to do in life or are they hindering from me what I want to do in my life so I've just taken a whole step back to the point where like I self-isolate a lot and like I just like to keep to myself a little bit more 
where I'm just like, okay, right now I don't really want to focus on boys as much. I want to focus a lot on my work. And it's like, for me, it's always been really difficult because I feel like when my career is doing really well is when my love life is doing its worst. And when my love life is doing its worst, its best, my career is doing its worst. And so like, but that's because I like dated really toxic men and like I'm trying to get past that and I have like a lot of people helping me get past that. But I'm trying to now work on balancing my life a little bit more and just staying mentally healthy. Like that's the biggest thing for me. Um, mentally healthy and what contributes to me saying mentally healthy is one balancing my life so right now I know I just said like I am taking a little bit of break away from boys because the guy I was talking to I told you guys I cut him off so I cut off all love and relationship kind of things and I just wanted to take this month to just really focus on my work because a lot has been happening with my work so I want to focus on that as well as I, that's a way, so like that balance, I know that's not a great balance, like not have anyone like loving and stuff or whatever, like in your love life, like that's not a great balance. But for me right now, like I know where I want to head in my love life. So right now I know I need to take the time back, step back, focus on that career a little bit more. And then I know I can balance out my love life and my career as well. Because I mean, obviously if it's the right person, I'm going to want to spend so much time with them and I want to actually build a relationship and right now like the guys that I've met and the guys that I've been talking to like it wasn't it didn't work like that for me with them can you guys imagine me in a relationship like that poor motherfucker no he won't actually be poor because like I'm done with poor men I'm not dating poor men I don't care what any of you say that's rude you're a bitch I don't care about that okay I don't care if I sound like a bitch because I said I won't date poor men whatever I'm not saying they have to be rich I'm just saying they have to match my level of my fucking ice machine they just have to match my level of success and not like match it completely I mean like just have a fucking income that's steady and stable and I've just dated a lot of broke boys in my past, so I'm just not willing to go through it again and pay for every single fucking thing in a relationship again. I don't care if you think I sound like a bitch. I'm not looking for a man to pay my bills or my fuck, like the ice machine guys, I'm so sorry. Anyways, I'm not looking for anyone to pay my bills or any of that stuff, but you're not, I'm not gonna be the one that's always putting my card down when the bill comes. It's pathetic that I even had to do that in the past, I know. I was literally their sugar mama and I didn't even fucking realize it. Jeez, that was a tangent. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so I've had to definitely take myself away from sin tangent. Sorry, I'm going back tangent. Is that the right word? I don't know. You know, honest God, I don't really know. I just had to, I went off on a riff. You know what I mean? You guys are like, yeah, bitch, we're listening. You're fucking nuts, but keep going. Anyways, yeah, I've taken a step back because I know what I want out of life and I know who I want to do those things with. So I've just taken that step back and really just focused on my work and made sure all that is balanced and good and like I can focus on that work. So when it comes time that I'm ready to put a motherfucker in my life, that I can put that motherfucker in my life and things will be balanced accordingly. Because like, fuck, I'm so young and it's, I'm like, I'm not here wanting to get married but I'm not wanting to like be so anti-men I was so anti-men for two years of my life and honest to god I don't regret that but it comes to a point now where it's like yeah like all this success and all this fun stuff and it's I've done so well for myself and damn fucking right I will be too but it's like 
Like, you know, I had a friend say, like, you're so successful, but who do you get to share that with? And I was like, my mom. <laughs> you guys are like, ew, what? And they were like, no, but, like, don't you ever just want to have, like, a significant other where you're like, hey, like, you, you guys get to celebrate your successes together? And it, like, didn't really hit me that I was like, oh, yeah, actually, that'd be pretty fucking cool and pretty fucking nice. And even, like, talking to the guy I talked to, like, he even opened my eyes more where it's like, I think I could actually do a relationship with the right person. That poor guy. <laughs> I just thought about that right now. That poor man. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, he opened my eyes to realizing I wanted a relationship with somebody that is completely not him. <laughs> but he did. That sounds so fucking petty. Not petty, but it like, I'm not going to fake some shit. But yeah, he like opened my eyes. I was like, oh, like that actually is nice to like, cuddle with somebody and like go to sleep with somebody and like wake up with somebody that's really cool and that's something that I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna keep limiting myself and telling myself no like don't do that don't do that like no I think it's about time that I open my heart back up again like I can't keep letting old trauma and shit like resurface I guess it's not even like old trauma I guess it's fear like I just can't keep letting fear get in the way of me actually like opening my heart up to somebody again so I did take a giant step back and when I say I'm not taking the best care of myself I mean like I'm not eating the best foods for me like Chick-fil-a has been way too fucking frequently for me honestly I can't lie it's been real frequent um, and I just I know what foods make me feel good and like it makes my workouts better and it makes everything better and I've just been like not doing that as much and like I need to get back on track of like eating healthier again like eating for my brain you're like what my mom has me on like all these not diets but like health style plans where because I fully believe too like what your gut is connected to your brain. So if you're always eating shitty foods, like you're always gonna feel shitty. Like if you're not eating good foods for you, you're not gonna feel good. And like, that's what it comes down to. And I love eating healthy and I like eating for my mind because like, if you suffer from like brain fog or like forgetfulness or fatigue all the time and stuff like that, like I don't think we all really realize how powerful our foods actually are and like how nutritious those are for us. And like they can benefit us in a lot of fucking ways. And yeah, so like I'm taking a step back now and being like, okay, I need to eat for my mind and I need to eat the best foods for me. A lot of um, people have actually asked me, how did I let that boy go so easily? Like I did like him. Don't get it twisted. I did have a little bit of feelings. I wasn't like, it wasn't that. It, I mean, it was great. Like I had a great time with him. He was like the nicest guy I've ever met. The nicest one to me. But like, look at my exes, you know, like they beat the shit out of me and cheated on me. It's not really that hard to like impress me, I guess, <laughs> um, with your niceness. As long as you're not like swinging at me, I'm like pretty fucking content. No, <laughs> kidding but he was actually just like really nice and respectful but we wanted two different things like we wanted two completely different things and I wasn't gonna stay and just sit there and like hope one of us would change our minds because like what the fuck am I wasting my time for you know what I mean why would I do that to anybody why would anybody do that like why are you gonna sit there and just hope this motherfucker changes his mind or you change your mind you know why would you do that to yourself? You're just putting yourself through way more pain, especially when there's like a million men in the sea. You know what I mean? I just always am like, I could have any one of these motherfuckers, you know? And I want to let you guys know that I didn't always think that way. I didn't always think like I can have any one of these motherfuckers. Like I specifically remember 
I think like my freshman year of college being like, oh my God, I thought my ex was like, literally like you would have thought I thought my ex was like fucking Bryson Tiller. You're like, what? Bryson Tiller? Like, I just mean like successful, famous, amazing, like the best man ever. You would have thought that like he treated me like a queen. He didn't. Um, I think obviously I told you guys I romanticized the shit out of him in my head, but I just think like I looked back and I was like, oh my God, like I need to date him. Like I literally need to date him. And now my mindset, I'm like, if it's not him, like, who will it be, you know? And it's like, bitch, are you kidding? It'll be a way more successful motherfucker. That's who. Like, that's where it, I definitely can now look back. And I, I understand where she was coming from, like, freshman year of college, Libby. But now I'm like, yo, chill, because there's a million motherfuckers. But at the time, I just didn't believe it. And that's because I lacked confidence in myself. Like, I didn't have any sort of confidence with men or with anything like that and I look back and I'm like I feel bad for me in a way but like it doesn't hit that deep but like I definitely am like why did you think you needed that person because I definitely thought I needed him and like I think I put more validation on me getting him like I felt like that was like my validation more than like me sitting back and like validating myself and it's like damn did I even love myself back then no it's like I should have taken the time then to love myself and like not pursue this person who has treated me shitty you know like he showed me who he was and like he showed me exactly what I was going to get into a relationship with but I just loved the idea of having somebody so much because I was so scared of actually facing my insecurities and facing everything that I was afraid to face and like not building my confidence whatsoever that I just was like okay he's a shitty person but like he's still fucking interested in me so I might as well go for it I might as well make us have a fucking relationship and like I don't know if that makes much sense but kind of like I was running from my own insecurities and myself and trying to make a relationship work so badly because I just wanted to kind of not be alone at the end of the day like I just didn't want to be alone with my thoughts and my feelings about what I felt with myself and then it ended up into a two-year toxic relationship way to fucking go Libby it happens to the best of us but I ended up in that relationship and it's like oh if you had just taken the time to love yourself like you never would have settled for someone who was that shitty and like all, all the love in the world to my ex well literally not all the world and not all the love in the world to my ex but I just look at now if he was to come into my life how I am now I would not even have looked twice at him I probably would have been like what a loser get him out of my face but and I mean it that just shows like growth if anything it's not just me trying to sit here and bash him it just shows like you know, like that I can identify toxic men that wouldn't treat me right. Like, you know, so I think that's where I'm at now with that. Another fucking riff I just went on. I don't know if it's riff either. I don't know what the word is that's the best for it, but yes. Um, yeah. Now, why did I let the boy go? That's where I was. It's a lot easier for me to cut people off and like not talk to them anymore and like all the respect and love in the world to do so because I'm just not I don't need anybody like I can want you in my life but like I don't need you in my life and I'm so aware of that and that's no disrespect or shade towards him it's just like I've built a really great life for myself and I've I'm so comfortable being alone and I'm 
also like willing to like put myself out there and like be in a relationship too but if we're not going to have similar mindsets on certain things that i think are important to build a foundation of a relationship then i'm not going to waste my time on you because there can be 50 million of you like i could have a million of you that will treat me 20 times better and it's not like he didn't treat me right it's just like I'm so aware that like I don't need you. I just like don't need you and that comes from the confidence of knowing that no matter what happens in my life like I got myself and I'm good. And like fuck bitch. That's called growth motherfuckers. Anyways. Let's talk about sex baby. You're like it's already been close to 40 minutes into this bitch and now you're going to tell me how to suck a dick? Yes. Huh. Okay. This is I'm titling this sex confidence like this is the part where i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of tips and tricks on sex confidence i talk to so many of my friends who are like i don't want to say that dirty thing in his ear like i don't want to do that and i think the one thing that i've always been really confident in is sex i don't know why but like that's the one thing that i've always just like i'm so open to like new things and i'm so open to sex and i'm so open to a lot of different things and you're like didn't you just not fuck for two years and i'm like yeah but i just like when i'm comfortable with somebody like i'm so ready to be like open with that person so yeah i've always been open to like everything about sex like different ways getting a finger up your ass and if you aren't getting a finger up your ass you should try it like don't like have them just like shove it up your ass but like i'm telling you there is so much sex that we need to like discover and i think for a really long time especially being a girl i was like shamed for being like open to new sexual things like guys that i was dating were like no that's weird that's weird that's weird and i'm like i don't think that's weird and i want you to do that to me so we're just not on the same page because there will be people that will like want to do that for you and want to do that to you and it wasn't like i was asking him to like fuck me from the ceiling backwards with his thumb on my ass like that wasn't it it was just like normal things but not everybody is as open to sex as you so we're going to talk about sex confidence and sex so yeah try new things like what is stopping you from trying new things you know sex can be boring like i just it actually can be boring and it's like if you're not having sex with someone that excites you and like makes you feel good while you're having sex and like even after having sex or before having sex if you're like hey babe like i actually want to try this and they're not making you feel good about it they don't really need to be like you don't need to be fucking that person like it's a privilege to have sex with you in general you guys are like transferring energies and like that's a very intimate time together and if they're making you feel anything less than amazing like you don't deserve that whatsoever like if you're not feeling great during sex that's not okay like a lot of my friends tell me they're like yeah i it took me a year to orgasm during sex no learn how to ride that dick so you can make yourself orgasm at the end of the day like if they're not going to be able to get you off at least know how to get yourself off on their dick <laughs> whoa <laughs> the turn this episode took but i think it's so important to know your own body and i think i just realized why i'm so sex confident my mom at a young age was like live you need to like be like just was very open to us like open to my sisters and i about sex and was like very open and never shamed it in any sort of way and i just always had an open mind towards sex and was never like and i think i had like some good exes with sex where they were like that's okay let's try that try that try that like if you want to try it try it but i've also had the exes that are like man no you're really doing that to me and it's like well why are you such a bitch anyways during sex 
lot of times we're in our own heads and that takes away from the experience. So my biggest tip is to just keep telling yourself how amazing you are. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, and you're, cause you're in your head, you're like, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? If you reverse the thought and like you don't think that way during sex and you start thinking, oh my God, like I'm so good at this. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. It's going to show in how you're having sex. And that person's going to enjoy the fact that you're enjoying yourself during sex. So instead of being like, am I doing this right? Is this okay? Is that okay? Oh my gosh, is this okay? Be like, oh my God, I'm doing this so good. Like I am so amazing at this. And even if they're not telling you, you don't need their validation. Have your own validation. So instead of like, being insecure and worrying about what you're doing, just start telling yourself you're doing amazing. It all comes down to like our mind is so powerful. So the thoughts we feed it is what we're going to feel. So if you start telling yourself, hey, like I'm actually doing amazing at this, like I'm writing this dick like no other, you're going to start feeling so good while you do it. And then he's going to get excited about the fact that you're excited that you're having really great sex. Cause like if anything, they feed off your energy. And if you sit there like a stale piece of bread, that's just cause you're so in your head. And I don't mean to call you a stale piece of bread, but like you're just not having the best sex ever. And you're just not feeling great about sex. Like they're not gonna enjoy it as much either. Like you gotta act like you're, well not act, but like actually get into it because you deserve to be pleased just as much as that motherfucker does too. Also, if you're insecure about your body, do you really think men care about what your body looks like when your legs are open? Are you kidding? Why are you going to sit here and be like, I look fat in that position or I don't look good in that position? They don't give a fuck. As long as those legs are open, that's all they care about. So you've already opened your legs and you're having sex. They're not caring about what your body looks like whatsoever. Like literally at all. They don't give a fuck. Your legs are open, honey. You could look so disgusting and they really wouldn't care as long as those legs are open. We put way too much pressure on ourselves to look good during sex. It's like, just enjoy it. Like, enjoy the moment because, like, you deserve to be benefited during sex just as much as they do, if not more, honest to God. So with me, because <laughs> it always revolves back to me, I want somebody, like, I want a sexual partner that, like, is open to explore with me. Like, I'm not going to raise my body count for any motherfucker. So we'll, I might do a whole episode on body count, sex, and all those things, but I'm really just not. So if you can't explore things with me sexually, I'm not going to want to waste my time with you, my energy with you, because like we trade energies when we have sex. And like, I'm not going to want to waste any of that precious time where I could like if I want to try new things and you're not open to it that is totally okay that is totally fine I'm gonna find someone who is because I want to have the best sex of my life like I want to do new things I want to try new things and if you have a certain way you like to have sex that's totally fine you're just never gonna hear from me again and I know it's like emotions and stuff are behind it too but my mom always tells me sex is 90% of a relationship 10% of it if you're having it so like you don't really care about it because you're having it and 90% of the relationship if you're not having it. So if you're not having good sex, it's going to be so, it's going to affect the relationship so much. And like, whether you think that or not, it really does because I look back with some of my exes and I'm like, mm, I could have left earlier and got my asshole fingered a lot better because that's what I wanted the whole time and they wouldn't do it. Like if they're not willing to please you, why would, why do you need to stay? And like, that's kind of why it's like have sex before, um, you date them, it's like taking a car for a test drive before you buy it. 
because you're like if they're not going to be open to these things like i don't want to stay in like a three-year relationship with you and have boring fucking sex and then i have to like use my vibrator every time you leave because i'm fucking bored after the sex like no make sure that person is open and willing to try new things with you and if you don't want to be like that person that wants to try new things and explore things sexually like that is fine like that is completely okay then and they do like maybe they just aren't a good match sexually for each other but i think sex is so important and like understanding each other and like if you want to try new things you're like you have a certain kink or like those things like accepting it for each other understanding it and be willing to try if you're don't like push yourself outside of your comfort zone if like you're like really like not okay with that but like just be like open and willing to try each other's fantasies or each other's like what you like like i know i like certain things during sex and if you're not willing to do those certain things during sex i will find somebody who is more than willing to do those things during sex and it's no shade or disrespect towards you but like i just don't really want to fully have a relationship with somebody if the sex isn't gonna be there you're not there to please them that is not the point of sex the set point of sex is to please each other and like making sure you're getting pleased as well so if you're not having good sex like that's probably why you're a miserable bitch because like i know i've been in situations where i'm not having good sex and i'm a fucking bitch to everybody i know and it's like because you're not getting laid well so it's really important to know your body <laughs> as well because i did mention that a little bit earlier yeah it's so important to know your body and know what gets you off and make sure you know how to make yourself orgasm because i know like if i like i know a certain position that i know i will literally orgasm in anytime i do it and if they're not fucking me good enough to make me like orgasm how normally i'm like all right move let's do this position i know i'm gonna finish that's because I know my body and I know what works for my body and I know how it feels for my body and I know what I like, but I had to explore to know what I like. So always know what you like. That's a big thing for me in sex confidence as well is like know what you like and don't be ashamed of what you like either. And like if somebody makes you feel that way, they don't need to be in your life. I talk about toxic men all the time and if they're not making you feel good, they don't need to be in your life. And now I'm talking about it sexually. If they're not making you feel good, they don't need to be in your life okay nothing's weird or off limits unless you've like talked about it with your partner and they're like no bitch that's weird i don't want to do that and if they make you feel bad like i said drop that motherfucker cut him off and block him and fuck his brother because maybe he'll fuck you better okay i was kidding like i was actually kidding i was joking but yeah like, if someone makes you feel weird about sex or like insecure about sex like tell them to fuck off anyways Let's talk about dirty talking. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm extremely vocal when I have sex. I tell you what I want. I'm not like barking orders like you need to do this, this, and this, but like I'm very vocal during sex. I love dirty talk. I love the whole thing. I Like if it's quiet sex, I'm just bored. Like I'm just like, oh my God, I can't do this because I'm not going to sit there and us just have quiet sex and all I hear is the fucking clapping. Like that's not cute to me. That's not fun to me either like talk to me tell me you're gonna come inside of me listen i'm not over here just letting everybody come inside of me but like talk and i don't just mean about your day and like as women we should feel good to talk too because a lot of times when i want somebody to finish during sex i will start talking to them dirty talking and nine times out of ten 
they finish within 30 seconds. So do you, like, do you guys know what I mean? Like you're at the end of sex and you're like, okay, I finished, buddy. Well, it's your turn. Like I'm over it. I'm done. And you're like, no, Libby, that's just you. Like you rude bitch. Um, yeah. But sometimes I'm like, okay, like fuck, like we got to keep going. Cause like sometimes the sex just like, isn't that good. And you're like, I just want to make, like, they, I just wish they would come. Well, make them come then, bitch. Get in his ear and start talking to him so dirty. He will not be able to hold out any longer. So if you want him to come, make his ass come. Dirty talk that motherfucker like no other. You're like, Jesus, you had a curse in that moment. Yeah. But yeah, get in his ear and start saying the most foul shit ever. I don't want to like, <laughs> don't like that, but like get detailed, get intimate with it, get like, dirty with it and don't feel weird about it as well as like even if it's at the point where you're like you're not like oh I just want him to come and get off me like you do want to like excite him and like get him going say some dirty shit to him like go off like go crazy I'm also a big sexter as well like I feel like I'm very if I'm sexually open with you like I'm going to be sexually open with you all the damn time like oh we're gonna be open and we're gonna be talking a lot during sex and like, so if we fucked and we're already having sex and we're open with each other, you're going to get text messages from me that are like, Jesus fucking Christ, Livy, like I'm in the middle of a meeting and I'm not going to give a single fuck because once I feel comfortable and open with you, it's like, and you provide that back to me and we're, we're just in an open, comfortable sexual relationship. Those are like the best. Cause then it's like, you're dirty talking all the time. It's so much fun. So don't be scared to send the guy you're fucking or like even your boyfriend, like a little dirty text message here and there, like so simple. Just like be like, Oh my God, like I can't wait till you come inside of me tonight. You know, like just super simple. No, I'm kidding. But just be like, I've been thinking, even if it's like the next day and you guys aren't dating and you're like, like this guy and you're like what do i say after the sex just be like i literally am soaking wet from last night like last night was so hot you don't have to say i'm soaking wet from last night just be like last night was so hot and i can't stop thinking about it that's like a great text for any guy to wake up to and they're just like oh my god she's right she likes me like that knowing that they made you feel good during sex is like really what guys think about a lot of the time too like they want to please you they want to think that you're into it they want to think you really liked it so like sending that little text like hey last night was so hot i can't stop thinking about it i think that's pretty pg like super pg super casual cute like send it and just be like hey like i mean if you want to go balls to the walls like i'm definitely balls to the walls type of bitch where i'm like detail oriented when I send that message of like what I really liked so they know for the next time to do it to me again or if I want to throw some shit in there where I'm like oh my god last night was so hot I can't wait till I fuck you the next time and you like shove your finger on my ass just so I'm like super clear like hey that's what I want um as well as I think it's important to have a sit down conversation with the person you're having sex with and talk about the things that you do and don't like and like hey like I just always thought that was super important anytime that I was like sexually with somebody I'm like hey like what do you like during sex what do you not like during sex like let's talk about it let's have that open communication because I know I want to be just extremely happy and pleased with the entire situation and I want you to be the same as well so like you like a certain thing you're like when you get your dick sucked you really enjoy when they suck your balls like okay let me know that because not everybody just likes their balls sucked you're like Libby what the fuck yeah but like be open and have open communication about sex. I think that's so important to always have that open communication about sex all the time. So you guys, that 
was a little sex segment that I'm going to give you guys on sex confidence because I just think it's really important to be confident during sex because I hear way too many of my friends and way too many people be like, I'm nervous, I'm scared. There's nothing to be nervous or scared about. Like, dirty talking, trying new things, like have those open, honest conversations about sex. So you guys both are getting like the best parts of it. I'm going to do a whole sex episode, but like I just wanted to give a little tidbit of that. You know, I did talk a lot about myself this episode. Are we fucking surprised? No, but I wanted to give you guys also like an update on my life, what I'm dealing with. Like I always want to be open and honest with you guys and like how I feel. And I know a lot of you can relate to how I feel. So like also like I want to make sure you guys don't feel like you're alone or whatever. But, like, actually, I don't want any of you to feel alone. If you feel alone, you guys can always DM me, email me, whatever. But, yes, we gave you a life update, and then I gave you some sex tips. You're like, we didn't even know you had that in you. Oh, when I drop a sex episode, it will be detailed. It will be insane. It will be crazy because... I'm just very open sexually to the things I like and the things I do. And they don't really hold anything back. So it is what it is. You guys, that was it for this week's episode. If you learned anything from this week's episode is it's okay to feel however you feel. It's okay to be okay. It's okay to not be okay. As well as dirty talk that motherfucker like no other. You want him to... Okay. Just, just do it. Be open to sex and like be open to communication with your partner during sex because you will have just such a better sexual experience if you do that. You guys, don't think I forgot. It is time for my midday matcha must-haves. You guys are going to be like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Why is this a midday matcha must-have? Indian food. Oh my God. Who knew it was so good? Because I didn't. I did not. I don't know, growing up I never had Indian food. I feel like I'm pretty well, like I've had a lot of other kinds of foods and stuff like that, but like I guess my mom was holding out Indian food from me because she wanted me to live a life of sadness because I had butter, chicken, and garlic naan last night and holy shit, did that make me want to fucking come. It was so good. I literally love Indian food now. I'm a big Indian food person after that one experience. I know I'm really dramatic, but it was really good. So I recommend Indian food if you've never tried it. Another midday matcha must-have is a hobby. You're going to like, whoa, these are getting weirdly specific on your personal life, bitch. We know you're struggling and you can't de-stress because you're a fucking overthinking ass bitch. Let it be, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, get a hobby because, I mean, I have a, like, I think about this all the time. Like, I have an extreme passion. I'm really lucky to know my life's purpose and, like, have a, what I love to do and be able to do what I love to do all day, every day. But, like, that can get overwhelming sometimes. So, it's like, I need to take a break from that. And I feel like a lot of times in life, before I started making sure my passion was my all day, every day thing, I was using it as my outlet. So now I need another outlet. And that's why I've been trying to paint things. <laughs> and I watch movies and stuff like that. So like find a hobby. Like you need a hobby besides what you do in life or like school or anything like that. You need an outlet to get away from the thing that can be stressing you out a lot. Oh my God, should I just be a licensed fucking therapist at this point? I think so. The last midday matcha must have is my YouTube channel. <laughs> Self promo bitches. Anyway, so my YouTube channel is It's Livy Bitch. I told you guys in the beginning, go watch my vlogs, go watch me eat food and talk to you guys. Cause like, if you're not already tired of me talking to you enough, like now I eat food and talk to you. So like, yeah. 
Anyway, so you guys, that is it for this week's episode. I love every single one of you. You already knew that. Thank you guys for letting me come on here and just like talk to you guys about my life. I don't know why I'm thanking. Okay. Um, see, I, I have like five personalities in my head because like that I just came out. Did you guys hear where I was like, I don't know why I'm thanking. No, but like I am thanking you. Sometimes I feel like it's good for me just to like sit here and like talk to you guys all that I'm dealing with. So it sounds like, cause like we're best friends, you know what I mean? So like, like I'm here to listen to your problems. Like you're here to listen to mine. And I think it also reminds you guys like I'm human. Like you're like, bitch, we knew you were human. We didn't need any fucking reminders. We hear your stories. You're human. But like sometimes it's like, I also deal with really, I deal with the same shit. All of you guys deal with, obviously we're all human and I think it's important for me to sit on here and remind you guys like, hey, like I deal with that same shit that you deal with too. Just because I can come on and talk to you guys about something for like an hour doesn't mean I don't like, like I want to be open and honest with you guys about how I feel and what I feel and like if I'm depressed and if I'm anxious, like let's, it's a safe fucking space here. And if you don't feel safe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but yeah, like I want to be open and honest with you guys about what I deal with in life, what I'm going through, everything. Like I want to make sure you guys know that you're not alone in whatever you deal with. Um, as well as I want you guys to be confident during sex. And I'm going to do a whole episode on it. I know, I know. You're like, you talked about your whole self this episode. And then you gave us five fucking tips on how to like be confident during sex. We're going to do a whole episode on it. I just decided it. Anyways. If you guys want to reach me, you can email me at middaymatcha, two A's at the end of matcha at gmail.com, as well as you can follow me on Instagram at livymave, that's M-A-E-V-E as in Maeve, as well as um, Midday Matcha has an Instagram, midday underscore matcha, where I post bad bitch quotes daily. I make you feel like the baddest bitch alive. Um, I love every single one of you. This weekend, I'm going to be going to museums. Like I told you guys last weekend, I was going to museums. As well as I will be going to dinners. And as well as next week, you're going to get a fun episode because I leave for California in the middle of the week. So I'm actually like preparing to go to California for next week. So whatever. Um, I love every single one of you. I want you to have an amazing rest of your day. Amazing weekend. Whenever you get to this episode. Have an amazing time. Okay, I love every single one of you. Bye.